When things feel this bad, people express themselves peacefully at the ballot box. Do you feel like the country is just spinning out of control? Well, I want you to look at the, the, the three people to the left of you and then look at the three people. No, the four people to the right of you. And they all agree, at least according to a new CBS poll. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. This is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And uh, gentlemen, CBS News, you know, I hardly ever talk about polls, but this one just really hooked me. CBS News conducted this big series of polls about voter attitudes. And what they found is that eight out of 10 likely voters agreed that the country is out of control as opposed to under control. And they got into a into a whole bunch more issues. But this this idea that just a, a vast majority of Americans, I mean, getting 51 percent is a big deal. And this is almost 80 percent. It was 79 percent of likely voters feel that the country is out of control. Um, Bill, when you see a, a number like that on such a negative sentiment, I mean, that I, I don't think it really gets more negative than that other than, oh, we've been devastated. Uh, what does that tell you about the mood of the country a week before Election Day? Well, if that if, if it was that kind of number uh, that was saying, uh, you know, dissatisfied with the path or sure. thought we were on the wrong path or something like that, that'd be an overwhelming number. That'd be something to be really worried about if uh, if you were the person responsible for those policies or whatever the case may be. But for was, was it eight out of 10? Eight out of 10, 79 percent. Yeah. OK, if eight out of 10 Americans say that the country is out of control, then that is a sign of near panic and and you can hardly blame them because the country is out of control. I don't know how long ago it was now but it was I don't know several years ago. 4 or 5 years ago at a live event where um where I just in the course of answering a question said look they say that whatever that percentage of our budget that is um you know non-discretionary spending right we have to pay this this is this is our unfunded liabilities this is the money we can't touch. I I I said what, what, what does that mean? We can't touch it. Well, we're you, you, so if if this if if this country is is committed to spending two trillion dollars and cannot do anything about it through its elected representatives, can't lower it. If you, then that is an out of control train. That's a runaway train. That's a machine. That's not something that's governed. That's not under anybody's control. It's it's a it's a a mass in motion and it can't be stopped. And I think people are getting that impression more and more. And I think they're getting that impression more and more because I think the honest answer is because because really the the, the decency of the American people has been just stretched beyond its stretching point. You know, they, they we, you know, we we gave them an inch and they took a mile. There was a time when, you know, it was like, hey, we just want to we just gave people just want to be married and live the lives that we want to live and and so on. Okay, fair enough. Most most people of goodwill can say, yeah, okay, I want to be left alone. We'll leave you alone too. But now we're being required. You know, we're you're 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 banned from from existence on the internet if you say that, uh, that there is such a thing as a woman. That'll that'll get you eliminated. And as the stuff gets more and more radical, more and more ridiculous, more and more insane, really, and as it becomes government policy, when you have a when you have a Supreme Court sitting Supreme Court justice who during her confirmation hearings was asked, what is a woman? And her reply is, I'm not a biologist. Then that gives you an idea that yeah. the entire 
operational structure of the country, which shouldn't be political. I'm talking about the the day-to-day operation of the country. If a Supreme Court justice nominee is incapable of saying what a woman is and has to dodge that question, then it's things like that that make people believe that the system just is is just not working anymore. That, that the system is not, it's not that the system is inherently flawed, it's just that crazy people are running it. And and that's certainly the you know the impression you get is that it's is that it's out of control. The Af- the Afghanistan withdrawal last year was out of control. It was an out of control event. We were not controlling it. We weren't dictating the terms. We weren't setting the tempo. We were the we we had we had completely lost the initiative. We were responding to what other forces were were saying at the time. And that's not a way to run a country, especially this one. Yeah, Bill, that Afghanistan example really drove it home. There, we were in in real time, live on the TV news, victims of our own policy. Well, of Joe Biden's yep. own policy, but he sits in the office. But you bring that back home, and you realize it's true. So. In, in so many different ways, uh, whether we're whether we're talking about inflation, about the runaway spending that you're talking about, all of it, we are just we are victims of our own policy. And I'm not talking Democrat or Republican here. I'm talking about the government that we have as as a people. Uh, Scott, you said something really fascinating on the backstage segment, which is available, of course, to Bill Whittle members. You were talking about this 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 zeitgeist of almost panic being reported on by CBS News, which is a part of the media that you said is helping to generate this feeling. Could you uh, go back into that for us, please? Yeah, I thought at the very least, um, a survey result like this should spark some introspection among the mainstream media who are the source for the information upon which we make our evaluations of how things are going. Um, You know, we we really don't have a, at least I don't have a good gossip network of people who are telling me what's going on in Washington, D.C. It's it's media, you know, so you read something in the major uh, media sources or you're, you're reading bloggers or you're watching YouTube or TikTok or whatever you, however you gather your information. But primarily, uh, if you're watching kind of amateur uh, evaluations, those people are uh, piggybacking on mainstream media reports. So they're reading the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, watching CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, whatever. And then they're giving their opinion on it. Well, if they're the source of the information, this is kind of like a push poll. You know, it's like, uh, first of all, I want you to watch an hour of news where we go, everything's coming apart at the seams, the world is chaos. And then I want to ask you, hey, how do you think the world's doing? Well, I just told you how the world was doing. Now, this is above and beyond any sort of political implications. Uh, years ago, yeah. I read a uh, a story where the guy was uh, talking about this, the very structure of a newscast hopping from one topic to another with almost random madcap uh, you know, pattern or not, lack of a pattern. And you, the overall impression you get coming away from the newscast is, wow, lots of stuff is happening beyond my control. And it's just, you know, how can one person uh, handle it? In fact, NPR markets to this group. If you listen to National Public Radio, um, they, they will say... You know, there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world today. If you're looking for a place to help you understand, because of course, you idiot listening to the radio, you don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Turn into NPR, we'll explain to you what's going on. But it's it goes beyond that. And since the backstage episode, I've been thinking, Steve, if, if eight out of 10 likely voters are saying that uh, the country's out of control, um, then you could look at that another way and say, people who think the country is out of control are likely to vote. 
And so if I were running somebody's campaign, I would be running ads that say, the country's out of control and it's his fault. (laughs) Now, I know we're talking correlation, not causation here, but you could look at it either way and say, really, if it's that many people, I mean, if it was just 35% of the people, that'd be something different. But when it's 80% of the people, you got to think that the key voter demographic of likely voters is people who think that the country's out of control. The people who don't think the country's out of control are probably like, "Eh, it doesn't really matter. I don't need to turn out. You know, uh, this election feels kind of familiar in a way. I see a lot of people saying, oh, this is going to be like the the 1994 midterms. We had a Democratic president who'd made a couple of big mistakes politically. And in Bill Clinton's case in 94 was uh, the uh, assault weapons ban and his failed Clinton care initiative headed up by his two-time presidential failure of a wife, Hillary. Um, and the Republicans took control of Congress in the case of the House for the first time in, in 40 years. It had been since 1944. And some people are saying, oh, this is like the 2010 election where, where Barack Obama had uh, pursued Obamacare instead of uh, instead of uh, an economic recovery. So all focused on Obamacare. Nobody really wanted Obamacare. And so they punished him in the midterms with a new GOP majority in the House. But that is Neither one of those elections is what this one feels like to I me. And I, I agree. And, and I know history doesn't actually repeat itself, but it does sometimes rhyme, as uh, mine quicker than mine said many years ago. This feels to me more like 2006. And the reason I say that is uh, 2006, it felt like things were out of control. Uh, we watched Iraq slide into civil war while Bush, Cheney and Rumsfeld did nothing. They just sat back and watched, too, until after the midterm election was over. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, the economy was underperforming, not as bad as now, but it was still underperforming. People had a lot of economic worries. And then, of course, Bush had been uh, unfairly painted with a huge failure at Katrina, which made him seem like he was out of control as well, or at least not in control of his own administration. And that feeling in 2006 led to a blue wave, the likes of which we hadn't seen probably since uh, since right after Watergate in 1974. So, People are going to go to the polls in one week. They're they're going to go to the polls on Tuesday. And a lot of people have been voting already with mail-in mm-hmm. votes. By the way, I live in a mail-in state. Yeah, I don't mail my ballot in. I take it in. I put it in the box myself, and I do Me it too. on election day like a proud and, and politically virtuous American should. That said, when things feel this bad, people express themselves peacefully at the ballot box, and they get real change Either that or something really bad happens. So let's hope for some peaceful change here. Remember, it doesn't happen by itself. you got to get out there and you've got to vote and make that change yourself. All right. That's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the, mem- brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. 